Good evening. This is All India Radio. I am Saira Mujtaba and with me is RS Raghu with the evening news. The headlines. Home Minister Amit Shah holds meeting to review preparations in view of cyclone Yaz. Cyclone likely to make landfall between Paradeep and Sagar Islands on Wednesday. More than 100 teams of NDRF being deployed in Orissa, West Bengal, Andhra Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, Jharkhand and Andaman and Nicobar Islands in view of cyclone. National COVID-19 recovery rate improves to 88.7%. More than 19 crore 60 lakh vaccine doses administered to beneficiaries till now. Over 21 crore 80 lakh vaccine doses given to states and union territories by the center so far. Domestic production of critical medicines like amphotericin B and remdesivir being ramped up in the wake of COVID-19. Government to give assistance of 1500 rupees to each transgender person in view of COVID-19 pandemic. Lockdown extended for one more week in Bihar, Himachal Pradesh and Uttarakhand. India tracks highest ever total FDI inflow of 81.72 billion dollars during last financial year. and india and israel sign a 3 year work program for cooperation in agriculture as the number of covid cases is on the rise we appeal to our listeners not to lower their guard take all precautions and all those above 45 years who have taken the first dose of covid-19 vaccine to get vaccinated with the second dose at the scheduled time stay safe and protected by following these three simple steps Wear a face mask, maintain 2 gaz ki doori for social distancing, focus on hand and face hygiene. And now the news in detail. Union Home Minister Amit Shah chaired a meeting via video conference today with the Chief Ministers of Orissa, Andhra Pradesh, West Bengal and the Lieutenant Governor of Andaman and Nicobar Islands to review preparations in view of Cyclone Yaz. He directed senior officers to work in close coordination with states to ensure safe evacuation of people from high risk areas he also instructed all concerned departments to ensure timely evacuation of those involved in offshore activities mr shah stressed on the need to ensure that time duration of outages of power supply and communication network are minimum and are restored swiftly dgndrf sn pradhan has said that more than 100 teams of ndrf are being deployed in five states and one union territory namely orissa west bengal andhra pradesh tamil nadu jharkhand and andaman and nicobar islands in view of cyclone yaz mr pradhan said teams are being airlifted from different parts of the country he said 52 teams are being deployed in orissa and 35 teams in west bengal mr pradhan said the force is in constant touch with the states The cyclone has developed into a deep depression and is likely to make landfall between Orissa and West Bengal coast on Wednesday. He said focus is on zero casualty and evacuation of people without taking any chances. Cyclone Yaz has developed into a deep depression as we speak and it is moving towards the Orissa coast on the conjunction of Orissa and West Bengal and it is likely to make landfall sometime on the 26th of May which is day after tomorrow in view of this deployments of ndrf teams have been made 52 teams will be deployed in orissa similarly 35 teams are already deployed in west bengal as per the state's demand some teams have been deployed in tamil nadu andhra pradesh and andaman and nicobar 
in view of cyclonic storm yas total 109 self contained teams of national disaster response force ndrf have been committed for the coastal districts of west bengal orissa andhra pradesh tamil nadu jharkhand and andaman and nicobar islands after consultation with state authorities among the 109 teams 32 teams have been deployed at the coastal districts of west bengal and 10 more teams are being airlifted in addition to the three teams kept on alert in the state for an effective response 44 teams have been placed in the coastal districts of orissa whereas eight teams are kept as immediate reserve at mundali katak ntrf base which may be used if situation demands two teams are deployed in tamarnad and one team is on alert at arakonam ntrf battalion three teams are deployed in jharkhand and two teams are on standby in the state besides three teams are deployed in andhra pradesh and one team is deployed at andaman and nicobar island seeing the urgency of the situation so far 48 ntrf teams have been airlifted from different locations and deployed in west bengal and odisha as per the forecast the cyclone is likely to make landfall between paradeep in odisha and sagar islands in west bengal on wednesday the cyclonic storm yas is likely to cross north odisha west bengal coast around baleshwar in odisha around noon coming wednesday The India Meteorological Department has forecast Yas to be a very severe cyclonic storm expected to make its landfall with heavy to extremely heavy rainfall. Storm surges from 3 to 4 meters and wind speed gusting up to 185 kilometers per hour. Accordingly, the Odisha government has alerted the concerned district collectors to take expeditious measures to minimize the damage while ensuring zero casualty. The special relief commissioner of the state has said that given the present meteorological conditions and other inputs the Odisha government has put Mayurbhanj, Kendujhar and parts of Puri, Katak, Khurda, Nayagarh and Dhenkanal in the cyclone alert zone besides the five north Odisha districts like Baleshwar, Bhadrak, Jajpur, Kendrapara and Jagatsingpur are likely to be impacted the most by the cyclonic storm Ahead of the impending cyclone, Odisha Chief Minister Nabin Patnaik today appealed to the people to cooperate with the administration in managing the double jeopardy the state is now confronted with. In a video message, the Chief Minister called upon the people to ensure their safety from COVID-19 and the cyclone by cooperating with the local administration. Describing the situation as a double whammy, he further appealed to the people to wear double masks, be they at the home or at the cyclone shelter. Meanwhile, the state has asked collectors of the concerned coastal districts of North Odisha to complete the evacuation process by afternoon tomorrow while the state is fully ready with more than 50 ndrf more than 60 odraf and about 200 fire service teams for rescue and relief operations more than 500 special teams for road clearance and 10 to 12000 manpower of the energy department are also in standby mode with tools and equipment to carry out the restoration works girish chandra eir news bhubaneswar In West Bengal the state government has been gearing up to combat cyclone Yas which is expected to make landfall on Wednesday as a very severe cyclone. Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee told media persons in Kolkata today that 51 disaster response teams have been pressed into action and the state is making arrangements to evacuate around 10 lakh people from the coastal areas. Adequate relief materials have been sent to the blocks and local administration has been asked to stock necessary medicines as well. All preparations are in place to deal with the cyclone Yas if it hits Bangladesh coast. 
State Minister for Disaster Management and Relief, Enamur Rahman, has said that local administration, police and volunteers are ready on the ground to help people during the cyclone. More from our Dhaka correspondent. The minister said that the risk of the cyclone Yas hitting Bangladesh coast is quite low, yet the government is keeping a close watch on the situation. In the Chattogram, over 500 cyclone shelters have already been set up. The local administration has prepared a sufficient number of cyclone shelters and formed medical teams to deal with the situation arising out of the cyclone. Meanwhile, the Bangladesh Med Department has said that Cyclone Yas has remained stationary over the same area over 600 kilometers from maritime ports of Chattogram, Mongla, Cox's Bazar and Paira ports. It may reach the North Odisha, West Bengal, Khulna coast of Bangladesh by 26th May early morning. Rajesh Jha, AIR News, Dhaka. The News Services Division of All India Radio in its spotlight will broadcast a special discussion on Cyclone Yas with Dr. Mirtunjay Mohapatra, Director General of Meteorology, Indian Meteorological Department. Participating in the discussion, Mr. Mohapatra said Cyclone Yas is expected to move towards north, northwest direction from the current position. He said it will gradually intensify into a very severe cyclonic storm by tomorrow evening. He also added that at the time of the landfall, the cyclone will have the wind speed between 155 kilometers to 165 kilometers per hour and gusting to 185 kilometers per hour. He said that would be a large-scale damaging wind. He said heavy to extremely heavy rainfall also expected along the coastal districts of Odisha and West Bengal. He asked the people from low-lying areas to move to safer places. It can have large-scale damage on pakka houses, in-houses, asbestos houses. Even sometimes the old pakka houses can be affected. It can also affect the railway traffic, surface transport and air traffic. Over the sea, it is highly disturbed condition. So entire shipping operation, fishing operation, marine operations are suspended to remain suspended till 26th. And in association with this um, cyclone, we are also expecting heavy to extremely heavy rainfall. This can be heard tonight on FM Gold Channel and additional frequencies from 9.15 p.m. onwards. This program will also be available on our website newsonair.com and on our YouTube channel News on AIR Official. More than 19.60 lakh vaccine doses have been administered to beneficiaries in the country till now. The Health Ministry said the country has reported 2,22,000 new COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of cases to over 2,67 lakhs. In the last 24 hours, over 3,2,000 people recovered from COVID-19 infection. Till now, over 2,37,28,000 people have recovered. The centre has provided over 21,80,000 vaccine doses to the states and union territories so far. This has been given both through the free-of-cost category and through the direct state procurement category. Of this, the total consumption, including wastages, is over 20 crore doses. More than 1.8 crore COVID-19 vaccine doses are still available with the states and union territories. The Health Ministry said over 48 lakh vaccine doses are in the pipeline and will be sent to the states and union territories within the next three days. As part of the nationwide vaccination drive, the central government has been supporting the states and union territories by providing them COVID vaccines free of cost. In addition, 
It has also been facilitating direct procurement of vaccines by the states and union territories. The center has decided to provide the facility of on-site registration and facilitate cohort registration on Coven Digital Platform for people in the age group of 18 to 44 years. This facility will only be available at Government COVID Vaccination Centers or CVCs. It will not be available for private CVCs and they will have to publish their vaccination schedules exclusively with slots for online appointments. However, the on-site registration will be enabled in case of sessions exclusively organized with online slots towards the end of the day as some doses may, doses may still be left unutilized in case the online appointee beneficiaries do not turn up on the day of vaccination due to any reason. In such cases, on-site registration of a few beneficiaries may be necessary to minimize vaccine wastage. Union Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan chaired the 27th meeting of the high-level group of ministers on COVID-19 through video conference in New Delhi today. He was joined by Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Puri and Port Shipping and Waterways Minister Mansukh Mandavia. Dr. Harshvardhan said today is the 11th day in succession where the number of recoveries is more than the number of new cases. This is also the 8th day in succession where there are less than 3 lakh daily new cases. He said, this is a positive sign. Speaking on vaccines and clinical intervention, Dr. Harshvatan observed that 19.6 crore COVID doses have been administered to the people. Over 60 lakh doses are still with the states and further 21 lakh doses are in the pipeline. He noted that the union government has already sent over 70 lakh remdesivir vials and 45,735 ventilators to states and UTs. On genome sequencing, the Union Health Minister informed that 25,739 samples have been sequenced and variant B1617 has been found in 5,261 samples, making it the most common mutation detected till now. He also informed that states have been requested to send samples regularly for better analysis. Dr. Harshvardhan appreciated the coordination between the centre and the states in flagging of emerging cases of mucomycosis. 5,424 cases have been reported from 18 states with the most number of cases being reported from Gujarat and Maharashtra. Speaking on the increased demand of drugs to treat mucomycosis, Secretary Farmer S. Aparna informed that five more manufacturers have been given the license to manufacture amphotericin B within the country. She also stated that domestic production of APIs is being ramped up to augment production of critical medicines like amphotericin B and remdesivir. Union Health Ministry has said that the country is witnessing continuous decline in number of active cases in COVID-19 and further improvement in the recovery from the infection in the past 22 days. Addressing media, Joint Secretary in the Health Ministry, Lava Agarwal said that the number of active cases has now come to come down to 10.17% from the level of 17.13% while the recovery rate has improved to 88.7% from the level of 81.7% on 3rd of May. देश में रिकवरी रेट में भी वृद्धि नोट की जा रही है जहां 3 मई के समय पर यह रिकवरी 81.7% थी अब 88.7% हो गई है देश में 27 स्टेट ऐसी हैं जहां पर की रिकवरी मोर देन द डेली केसेस रिपोर्टेड आल्सो जो जिला 100 से अधिक केसेस डेली बेसिस पर रिपोर्ट कर रहे थे 
उसमें नंबर कम होता दिख रहा है जहां करीब पांच जिले 28 अप्रैल से 4 मई वाले हफ्ते में ऑब्जर्व किए गए वह घटते घटते चार जिले रह गए हैं Mr Agarwal informed that in the last 14 days country has reported a decline of 10 lakh active cases and it now stands at 27.2 lakhs he added that there are 27 states in the country where the recovered cases are more than the daily reported cases he said the number of districts reporting more than 100 cases on a daily basis has also come down from 531 to 431 districts Mr Agarwal I added that the number of testing of covid samples has been increased by 2.6 times in the last 15 weeks and yesterday the highest ever 21 lakh 23000 tests were conducted during the briefing director aims new delhi dr randeep guleria said it is better not to use the term black fungus while talking of mucormycosis as it leads to a lot of avoidable confusion he said black fungus is another family and this term got associated with mucormycosis due to the presence of black dots among the culture of white fungal colonies dr guleria said the fungal infection observed in covid-19 patients is mostly mucormycosis and is not a communicable disease unlike covid म्यूकर जो है एक फंगस इन्फेक्शन है जो मेनली सॉइल में देखा जाता है एनवायरमेंट में है और एक व्यक्ति से दूसरे व्यक्ति खुद वैसे नहीं फैलता है जैसे कोविड फैलता है तो अगर एक व्यक्ति को म्यूकर माइकोसिस है वो और किसी व्यक्ति के साथ बैठा है तो ऐसा नहीं है कि उसको फंगल इन्फेक्शन उससे फैल जाएगा दूसरा है कि ये जो फंगल इन्फेक्शन है नाइन्टी टू 95% जो पेशेंट्स हैं जिनमें पाया गया है उनमें या तो डायबिटीज है या साथ में स्टीरोयड यूज किया गया है जिन लोगों को डायबिटीज नहीं थी या जिन लोगों को स्टीरोयड नहीं दिया गया उसमें ये बहुत रेयरली देखा गया Dr Guleria said 90 to 95% of patients getting infected with this kind of fungal infection are found to have been either diabetic or taking steroids. In reply to a question Dr Guleria said that there is no indication that the third wave of covid will infect children severely. Professor Nikhil Tandon head of department of the endocrinology at AIMS New Delhi participating in a special program on covid-19 said that mucormycosis commonly known as black fungus usually affects covid patients with low immunity mucormycosis a black fungus a pundi hai kisam ki iska rang kala nahi hota hai lekin iski wajah se jo sharir ki koshikaye hain sharir ki tissues hain unme damage hone ki wajah se उन टिश्यूज की मृत्यु हो जाती है तो वो काला रंग पकड़ लेती है इसलिए इसे ब्लैक फंगस कहते हैं इस लहर में कोरोना के पेशेंट्स के साथ हुआ है लेकिन ये वाला जो फंगस इन्फेक्शन है ये पहले से होता रहा है जिस इंसान की इम्यूनिटी ठीक होती है वे वैसे स्वस्थ होते हैं अगर ये उनके शरीर में आता भी है तो शरीर उसको निबट देता है जो कोविड से पीड़ित नहीं हुए हैं और वैसे स्वस्थ हैं उनमें ये नहीं होगा Replying to another question Dr Tandon said that hospitalization is important for people suffering from black fungus म्यूकर माइकोसिस वैसे तो बहुत अनकॉमन बीमारी है लेकिन ये बीमारी अगर हो जाती तो ये गंभीर हो जाती है 
इसलिए शुरुआत के दिनों में तो डेफिनेटली अस्पताल में भर्ती होना ही उचित होगा क्योंकि लोगों में ऑपरेशन करके जो नाक में और साइनसिस में टिश्यूज से फंगस का लोड हटाना पड़ेगा तो उसके लिए एक ऑपरेशन चाहिए होता है उसके बाद नसों में दवाई दी जाती है और इन दवाइयों के भी अपने कॉम्प्लिकेशन हो सकते हैं तो उन पर ध्यान रखना पड़ेगा तो अस्पताल में भर्ती होकर ही शुरूआत में जब तक स्थिति संभल ना जाए और हमें मन में यह ना हो जाए कि जो मेन कार्य है वो खत्म ना हो तब तक तो जरूर ही अस्पताल में भर्ती होना चाहिए यू आर लिस्निंग टू द इवनिंग न्यूज ऑन ऑल इंडिया रेडियो रिमाइंडर ऑफ द हेडलाइंस बिफोर वी मूव ऑन होम मिनिस्टर अमित शाह होल्ड्स मीटिंग टू रिव्यू प्रिपरेशन इन व्यू ऑफ साइक्लोन यास साइक्लोन लाइकली टू मेक लैंडफॉल बिटवीन पारादीप एंड सागर आइलैंड ऑन वेन्सडे मोर देन हंड्रेड टीम्स ऑफ एनडीआरएफ बींग डिप्लॉयड इन ओडिशा वेस्ट बंगाल आंध्र प्रदेश तमिलनाडु झारखंड एंड अंडमान एंड निकोबार आइलैंड्स इन व्यू ऑफ साइक्लोन नेशनल कोविड 19 रिकवरी रेट इम्प्रूव टू 88.7 परसेंट मोर देन 19 करोड़ 60 लाख वैक्सीन डोजेज एडमिनिस्टर्ड टू बेनिफिशरीज टिल नाउ ओवर 21 करोड़ 80 लाख वैक्सीन डोजेज गिवन टू स्टेट्स एंड यूनियन टेरिटरीज बाय द सेंटर सो फार Domestic production of critical medicines like amphotericin B and remdesivir being ramped up in the wake of COVID-19. Government to give assistance of Rs1500 to each transgender person in view of COVID-19 pandemic. Lockdown extended for one more week in Bihar, Himachal Pradesh and Uttarakhand. India attracts highest ever total FDI inflow of $81.72 billion during last financial year. And India and Israel sign a three-year work program for cooperation in agriculture. For quick news updates around the clock, follow us on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts. Welcome back you're listening to the pre-evening news. The government has decided to provide assistance of 1500 rupees to each transgender person as immediate support to meet their basic requirements in view of covid pandemic. Social Justice and Empowerment Ministry said that this financial assistance will help the transgender community to meet their day-to-day needs. Our correspondent reports that the ministry has asked NGOs and community-based organizations working for transgender persons to spread awareness about this step. As the country is fighting with COVID-19, members of the transgender community have been critically affected by the pandemic majorly because of serious disruption of livelihood. Any transgender person or community-based organizations on behalf of the transgender person can apply for financial assistance after providing basic details like Aadhaar and bank account number. They have to fill a form which is available on the website of the National Institute of Social Defense. Center had provided similar financial assistance and ration kits to transgender persons during last year's lockdown a total amount of over 98 lakh rupees was incurred which benefited nearly 7000 transgender persons across the country with dipendra suparna sekhya ir news delhi 
Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar announced that the lockdown that is currently in force across the state till 25th of May has now been extended till June the 1st. Vaccination centers, banks and essential services will remain functional during the lockdown. This decision was taken at a meeting of Crisis Management Group which was chaired by Chief Minister Nitish Kumar. Mr Kumar said positivity rate has declined and recovery rate has increased in the state after the lockdown in the state. According to guidelines, ration shops, dairy, vegetables and meat shops will remain open between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. in urban areas and 8 a.m. to 12 noon in rural areas. In order to break the virus chain, the Himachal Pradesh government has decided to further extend the COVID curfew in the entire state till 31st of this month with the same restrictions. The decision was taken in the state cabinet meeting held under the chairmanship of Chief Minister Jairam Thakur in Shimla today while reviewing the COVID-19 situation of the state. In Uttarakhand, COVID curfew has been extended till the 1st of June. Cabinet Minister and spokesperson Subodhonial said in Dehradun that shops selling essential items like milk, vegetables, fruits, fish and meat including PDS shops will now be open from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. daily. A group of self-motivated people have come forward to create a website which carries details of COVID facilities. The website www.covidbedsindia.in has information on COVID beds with and without oxygen, ventilators and information on non-COVID beds is also available on the website. More details in this report. The website has volunteers from across the country who are working professionals. Speaking to All India Radio News, Anurag Singh, one of the volunteers, informed that the portal is catering to people in more than 16 states at present, and they are looking for more volunteers from other states to expand the reach. He added that the content on their website has data from official sources. As far as we know, no other resource provides a pan-India and updated information source of COVID beds availability through a medium of a map. So we are currently about 25 volunteers working on this who constantly manage the resource by making sure there are no issues in the information that is being provided by us on the website. Another volunteer, Ankit, said the website is unique as it provides pan-India information through a map. So the portal is available at covidbedsindia.in and it's in the form of a map interface. There if you choose your city, you will be shown a map with hospitals as markers. If you click on the marker of any hospital, a pop-up opens and there you can see all important facilities that you want to look at. The volunteers say that they will not convert the website into a professional entity and it will remain a volunteer-run platform for the benefit of the society. Diksha Saxena, AIR News, Delhi. The Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation BMC today started its 3-day special walk-in vaccination drive for citizens at its center in Mumbai. This drive in this drive citizens aged between 60 years and above will get the first and the second dose of Covishield vaccine during the period. India has attracted highest ever total foreign direct investment FDI inflow of 81.72 billion dollars during the last financial year. Commerce and Industry Ministry said it is 10% higher as compared to 2019-20. FDI equity inflow also grew by 19% in last financial year compared to 2019-20. 
In terms of top investor countries, Singapore is at the apex with 29%, followed by the USA 23% and Mauritius 9%. The ministry said computer software and hardware has emerged as the top sector during last financial year with around 44% share of the total FDI equity inflow, followed by infrastructure activities and services sector. It said Gujarat is the top recipient state with 37% share of the total FDI equity inflows, followed by Maharashtra 27% and Karnataka 13%. India and Israel have signed a three-year work program for cooperation in agriculture. India and Israel are implementing the Indo-Israel Agricultural Project Centers of Excellence and Indo-Israel Villages of Excellence. Speaking on the occasion, Agriculture and Farmers Welfare Minister Narendra Singh Tomas said, the agriculture sector always remains a priority for India. The Delhi police has sent a notice to microblogging site Twitter over the toolkit controversy. Police said it is inquiring into a complaint in which clarification is sought from Twitter regarding the classification of a tweet by BJP spokesperson Sambit Patra as manipulative. Earlier, Mr. Patra had shared an alleged toolkit prepared by Congress to target the government. Later, Twitter had labelled it as manipulated media. Congress had also approached Delhi police with a complaint against BJP leaders, terming the toolkit as forged. A partial phase of lunar eclipse will be visible in India on Wednesday. According to the IMD, a total eclipse of the moon will occur on 26th of May. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Home Minister Amit Shah holds meeting to review preparations in view of Cyclone Yas. Cyclone likely to make landfall between Paradeep and Sagar Islands on Wednesday. More than 100 teams of NDRF being deployed in Odisha, West Bengal, Andhra Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, Jharkhand and Andaman and Nicobar Islands in view of Cyclone. National COVID-19 recovery rate improves to 88.7%. More than 19 crore 60 lakh vaccine doses administered to beneficiaries till now. Over 21 crore, 80 lakh vaccine doses given to states and union territories by the center so far. Domestic production of critical medicines like amphotericin B and remdesivir being ramped up in the wake of COVID-19. Government to give assistance of 1,500 rupees to each transgender person in view of COVID-19 pandemic. Lockdown extended for one more week in Bihar, Himachal Pradesh and Uttarakhand. India attracts highest ever total FDI inflow of $81.72 billion during last financial year. And India and Israel sign a three-year work program for cooperation in agriculture. And with that, we end the evening news. Good night.